0: recording and we're going live and we are live good afternoon all hope all is well here on this beautiful tuesday i'm in a very beautiful place just a closer to ventura but uh out here working on my way back and hopefully you guys you guys are all doing well hello good seeing you guys thank you so much for joining we're parse 24 Good to see you. Um, you made it, Ashton Campbell. Thank you so much for joining me. Appreciate that. Luke Turnbull in the United Kingdom. Good seeing you. I do like long walks on the beach. Relentless racing, AJ. I'm, I'm doing okay. Or pause. Yeah, it is a beautiful day in the beach, and I need this because got some really bad news. Um, for those of you who know, thank you so much, Mr. Hesh, Daniel UK Bound. Um, for those of you who know me from the drive racing days. You guys may know Leslie Durst, who raced with Team Scion for years. Um, her father passed away, Michael Durst, who's like an American father to me. He passed away this this past Friday from complications of COVID, and it like devastated me. So, I'm in a weird mood because I don't feel really great. Um, thank you, Rajap Boyi. Thank you so much indeed. Appreciate that. Um, t- no, I haven't gone to Turbinex. As a matter of fact, Turbinex is no longer Moore Park. They moved back east now. They're in the indy area in the same building as precision right now cell signal is amazing very clear video thank you hwj appreciate that yes i'm very hurt michael durst was my american father i mean that um, we traveled so much together did a lot of racing together um, talked a lot of technology um, he owns a company called la rubber very successful enterprise and there was a period of time for like two years if I came up with a concept he funded it like any concept you know stage injection he funded that Um, doing crazy things with roller barrel ITBs he funded that multiple clutch discs uh, multi disc clutches he funded that just a great guy very passionate about technology and may soul rest in peace guys I'm better now but I was I was a mess a moment ago like guys I was I don't remember last time I cried that much I broke down Thank you, Silver Flash. Flash. I appreciate that indeed. Yes, you do know him. Remember Michael Durst, and Alex? He passed. I'm just, I'm just devastated. Let me, I'm getting a lot of calls coming in. Let me put Do Not Disturb. Guys, give me, give me give me a, a second here. Let me correct this, uh, Do Not Disturb, okay. And I am back, okay. I'm back, guys, sorry about that. I had to do that. So, um, yeah, thank you. What car did I take to the beach? I have right here the, the uh, Kona my bagged Kona, Kona Electric is what I have here. EV update, says Volt. It's getting closer to finishing the wireless BMS. System called, wireless, eh? It's a master-slave configuration. It, it does discharge, only balancing. Oh, no idea on pricing. Interesting. I'm curious about that. The wireless BMS is good, because wireless BMS is quite cumbersome. So for those of you who know what BMS is, it's a battery management system. It allows you in an EV setup to balance each cell because it's important to have good balance on all the cells in a system the vehicle I have has 96 cells in the front of the vehicle 96 cells in the rear and with those it allows for amazing discharge and power but if those if those cells are out of balance if one cell has a higher voltage than another not only does it demand more from the cells that are a little bit higher and do weird things the ones that are lower it can impede the longevity of a battery pack Also, BMSs, when done very properly, can have the beautiful daunting task of making sure the controller doesn't demand a ton of power from a battery pack that cannot withstand it. Or if there's thermal runaway or some type of temperature gradient that's not very advantageous to the battery pack, the BMS can send a signal to controller not to ask too much of it, so things can stay safe and cooler. And even BMSs can also regulate charging into the battery, either through regeneration or through a charging station, is just very critical. For those people who build projects and don't do anything with BMSs, that's not a good idea. BMSs are very critical. Think of it as the important safety measures in your advanced engine management. So you think about things like knock control, wideband control, boost control, think of that in terms of ICE. That's what that does with battery systems. So it's pretty cool. Mr. Hesh says, Your thankfulness is so respected. Thank you so much. Appreciate that indeed, brother. Thank you. Hopefully, you guys can hear me properly because it's very, not only is it noisy with vehicles going by here, it's also very noisy behind me with the waves crashing and whatnot, you know? Sleeper vs. Flash asks, Is the Kona worth it? I love the look of yours and in the daily. My nice Cerex is just raw, too raw for daily. I'm old now. Well, first, you're not too old, Sleeper vs. Flash, but the Kona Electric, it's a perfect daily driver. I have right now about 21,000 miles on it. Picked this up in April last year. And it's amazing. There's no maintenance whatsoever because it's electric. I get 260 miles when fully charged. Um, just like I plug in my phone when I get home at night, I can plug in at night to charge it up. Um, even This time I had very long trips from LA to Galata. And it was no problem. And when I got there, I charged as well. If you use fast charging within an hour, you can get full percentage into 100%. If you do level two, 220 charging, um, based on my experience, it's like a 10 hour charge, which is kind overnight. If you do the plug-in level one charging, it can take a little bit, almost close to 20 hours, which I never had to experience at all, but it's totally worth it. And plus you see what I do with the Kona, right? You can, each, each of okay you can have it too. You can make it look good and also perform. So I have a cargo box in case I want to carry more stuff. I have bags on it. I have uh, beautiful Titan seven wheels shod in, in uh Toyota Proxy Sport tires, so it's it's really it's really nice. BC, nice beach day, yeah. Make great motoring. I agree because especially since parts of the country exist with a lots of snow, the fact that we're here and it's bright and it's in the upper 60s is beautiful indeed. Hopefully you guys can still hear me properly. How important is cooling when it comes to EV range? Well, not super important when it comes to range itself. Um, the EV cooling comes really into play when charging and when demanding a lot or if you're driving in conditions that are very warm. So I use a lot of cooling activity based upon my battery temperatures, which can happen when you are doing a lot with fast charging. Um, I use it if I'm having a lot of fun with an EV and creating a lot of demand from the batteries and it's a warm up doing that, Um, but when you're just cruising, steady state, I I barely, I barely initiate code, I really barely do, so I haven't seen any correlation between range and cooling. BC Motor, you're my hero, says Milano, red EG6, thank you so much. Thanks for your advice a couple months ago, I'm here to help, as I mentioned, I'm here to give and be that person I needed when I was much younger. The waves are relaxing, says, or probably say, glad to hear that, by all means. Where do you think the first performance mods will be on EVs, cabling, cooling, motors, batteries. Um, I think in controller. So the same thing we do with internal combustion, where you go in and you flash the ECU right to get more power that's left on the table, um, or you put an engine management solution to get extract more. I feel that that is where the first performance will come. So right now, I have access, if you have any type of, um, let's say, Nissan Leafs, I have access to a flash program that can extract more that Nissan left on the table. takes you a lot more power, a lot more torque and still keep things safe. So that's the first mod, just like you would in a petrol combustion engine. As you move further, batteries will be the next thing. Batteries are king. Think about it. Batteries are the main ingredient to allow you to do or not do high performance, allow you to do or not do crazy range, to allow you to do or not do lots of pulses for extended periods of time. Even when you do a pulse, how long will it take for the batteries to recover? All that has to do with batteries. So batteries are the if you think of a pyramid right on top of batteries, because that dictates everything, then you get into motors and controllers on inverters, and um, that follows suit as well. So, when it comes to high performance, whether it's the Kona, the Ionic 5, the, the ID4, the ID5 is coming out, um, the, the Taycan, all that's going to really hinge severely on flashing the ECU first. Are you thinking of implanting uh, free valve technology in your cars? No, not this time. It could be quite expensive to retrofit, right? But if you think of something like, what, what vehicle was that? It was a very popular one by Dodge. I'm drawing a blank on it right now. That utilized a, a multi-air engine. It wasn't, it wasn't really a crazy performance car, it was like a kind of box, but had no throttle body and really no camshafts. And it used the free valve technology to be able to give an amazing flat torque curve. So you can simulate a small cam and lower RPMs and a larger cam and upper RPMs. So that being said, yeah, it's out there. But to retrofit, let's say, one of my race cars to that, whether it's Porsches or Hondas or Hyundais, that can be quite cost prohibitive and something that I want to explore anytime soon. Lots of love and admiration from Colombia. Thank you, AGM199, appreciate that indeed. It's really beautiful, thank you so much. It is gorgeous here, it feels really great. Cool. Like I just wanna, I am my little blanket here, look at that, I just wanna lay down. <laughs> it's really nice indeed. Let's see here, okay. What cars do you most want to electrify? Is it classic or modern? Thank you Ashley Warnton. So here's my take and that's a really good question. I'm a huge advocate of electrifying or retrofitting or upcycling vehicles that have, how should I say? amazing historical significance and i mean that and i think of the porsche 911 the 935 bmw m3s um maybe Silver shadows courtesy of Rolls royce old jaguars um range rovers land rovers all those cars that we loved growing up all those cars that we feel that should stay on the road there's a beat right on top of my head how crazy is that look at that you know all those cars, the thought cars. That I feel Ugh. that we should keep on the road, love the beauty, celebrate them, but upcycle them. Oh, this piece is bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, um, those are the cars I feel that we should keep on the road. So more classic cars. In the modern era, you know what I haven't done. That I was thinking about because I I've, I have a soft spot for fifth-gen Vipers. I found one in Chicago that was a full rolling chassis with no engine. I wouldn't mind electrifying a you know, fifth gen Viper. That'd be pretty cool too, you know? Wheel specs, um, I think I have a 16 by seven and a half. With, if my memory turned me correctly, I think a 32 offset and it's five by one 14.3. So it's like NSX fronts shaved down slightly. That's what I have on that. And, you know, courtesy of my friends from uh, Titan 7. Very good, too, Very good, too. Very, very, very good. All right. Oh, Selendre, I don't speak your language, so I don't quite know what you're saying. Okay, let's see. So, guys, what's it here? I'm here in Southern California. It's a beautiful day at the beach. Drove the Kona EV right here next to me, traveling back towards Los Angeles. I want to pull up on the road and talk to all of you, my friends and family from around the world. Have you done any work on Macan's? Yes, we flush Macan's. I think we have one client that did a custom exhaust on. It. Macan's are amazing. So they're like bullet size variants of the, how should I say, Cayenne. It's one of Porsche's most hottest sellers. And the Cayenne Turbo S is just sick. Really fun car. And I think my friend, uh, and I from Togo were talking about that Marty and I were talking about that because he wanted to get one as well I don't know if he ended up picking one up, but I, I had him go to Porsche Ontario to see what kind of deals they could provide him. So I love those guys. They do a good job in being able to To sell Cars anywhere in the world really they can ship anywhere and they have an amazing online staff as well Desiree Desire 33 asks, where am I? I'm in Southern California. I'm near Seacliff um, Closer to Ventura County. I'm in Ventura County, but close to Ventura we actually filmed here recently. So today we have a new episode of Motor Mythbusters where we find out if adding a turbocharger can actually improve the efficiency of a hybrid. And the results will shock you. And a lot of that was filmed here. So please, you no longer have to pay for an app. It's now linear, which means you can download Motor Trend TV either on your phone, on your laptop, on your smart television, and you can watch anytime and stream. And you see what Tori, Faye, and I have been up to. But today's episode is really near and dear because we did it on a CRZ for you Honda Heads. We took a ZF1 and had some fun with it. And it looks really cool. And then, you know, it's just, and we, we brought a very special guest on board as well to that show to help us with some design cues. And you I don't want to give this away, you have to watch the show to see. I'll probably post a little teaser today as well. But you guys will love it. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun indeed. Okay. So, oh my gosh, so many great, so many great waves here. B. C. Simoto and B Simoto. Hello, Lambda Menace, good seeing you. Hopefully you're doing well, very funny. Yeah, that B was really messing with me. Good afternoon, Bergen. Good seeing you indeed. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful Tuesday, which is um, like a mixed bag for me because I-, I lost a dear friend recently and then I'm here this beautiful day. It's just bittersweet for me today. Mr. Yola chaima says i'm from algeria here's my greetings to my country algeria thank you so much and greetings to algeria as well hopefully things are good and wonderful for you guys and you guys are experiencing some crazy rubbish do you work for tesla no i don't um i don't have a relationship with tesla or any of their affiliates i'm just a huge advocate of ev technology especially in the performance arena okay let's see here hello coconut assassin cool name and i can leave woohoo love hondas haha <laughs> well personally you gotta watch this episode i think you'll find it extremely appealing What's up, BC, my boy? Says Chez J77. Good seeing you. Honda Power, says Milano Red EG6. I knew you'd like that. Hello, Mila. Good seeing you. Thank you for the love, Kedra Foster. Good seeing you. Thank you, Burgan. I-, I appreciate that. And-, and my condolences and heartfelt condolences really go out to the Durst family. Oh, they- they're-, they're great. Emilio's asking how ticklish is my feet? Uh, not very interesting question, but I appreciate you asking that. Ah, oh, Niger's in the house, courtesy of Mac Motorsports. And for those of you asking what Niger is, that's Nigeria, where I'm from. Would you like to visit the Gambia? Yes, I would like to. I had, growing up, we had family friends out from Gambia. Wonderful people. And uh, it's the one country I haven't visited, so I would love to love to see that as well. Emyon, Amen. Amen. Hello to you. Hello, Hazil Gilder. Thank you for joining me this wonderful, lovely Tuesday. Nobya1. Hello. I am doing okay, Ken Zierski. Um, on one hand, I'm very excited because I was able to sell my house, which is great. I'm looking for a great new place to live. So that's a wonderful thing. I'm healthy. I'm alive. Children are doing fantastic. Um, I'm not so happy because I lost a very close friend and who I refer to as my American father, Michael Durst, who raced with us. He passed away from complications of COVID. This is very serious, very real guys. And that's the fourth person close to me that I've lost based upon this horrible, horrible virus. And um, it's, just, it's just tough, tough indeed. Gearder, thanks for all the hearts. Appreciate that. Um, is a Mac 5, you're incorrect. That is not true, but you know, for those who do love it, that's good for them. Gearder, thank you for the kind words. Appreciate it as well. Thank you Hazel, for all the hearts. Appreciate that, thank you. Hello Shoes, thank you for joining indeed. Um, Ashton Campbell says, okay, in all wheel drive setup I've seen viscous coupling being used especially in Hondas. What's the benefit of that in the performance industry? Haven't seen torque vectoring used except for OEMs. Well, there is torque vectoring that is being used, so Bosch makes a very nice setup, very expensive that you can implement in high performance vehicles. Um, The good thing about viscous coupling is it allows for an opportunity for you to have engagement and disengagement very smoothly. So, imagine, I wish I could have a design do I have a car? Do not have one of my son's cars in here? But imagine a vehicle with four wheels, right? And then you turn the car. You see the outer wheels can have more revolutions than the inner wheels. A differential allows for that to happen. Viscous coupling also allows it to happen with the front versus rear when you have an all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive application. So that this coupling, whether you have touch packs or not, allows for that disengagement and engagement to give you the best adhesion. So, what we see in a lot of drag racing where adhesion is so key, People do away with the viscous coupling. They don't care about, you know, having to turn and not scrub tires or diminish energy. They want the best in adhesion altogether. So some people, as crazy as that is, have a direct coupling from the front wheels to the rear wheels without any kind of biasing whatsoever. So the advantage is smooth allowance for different revolutions for the tires and all four wheels on the car, and to give decent adhesion so when the demand is there, you can lock it and when the man is not there it can uncouple please dancing no no dancing today i appreciate your kind words and my desire to do that would you ever want to visit jamaica yes we would love to visit jamaica that'd be absolutely fantastic hello santiago uh, Diaz. good seeing you indeed thank you for joining what could i do with a 1976 toyota corolla first of all there's so many things you can do with that if you're crazy enough, you can throw in a 2JZ in there. A 2JZ GTE and just blow people's minds. If you want something a little mild, you can do something like a properly built, some people like putting Beans motors in there. Or you can do something with like, you know, what's, 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 you know, maybe a 4AGE, a little hot 4 GE. I would electrify. it. I've seen people put in Corollas Hyper 9 motors, but I would go something crazy like a Tesla. So, bananas just that nature. So, on petrol, you want to go an extreme, 4 ag Built, super extreme, 2JZ GTE. You can make a 1,000 horsepower on those, by the way, stock. And on the EV side, something Tesla-based, and you can't go wrong. Thoughts on Conestec's announcement on EV motor. I'm telling you, IALW, I am blown away. So, I saw this announcement about this Conestec motor. It's a very small very efficient electric motor that can do up to 300 horsepower 350 horsepower to be exact i haven't seen the voltages i assume it may be at 800 30 1, 1200 voltage system because the more voltage you put in the smaller the packages can become but with a package that small they put it next to it like a soda can and it's it's so compact i could do amazing things especially if you put them in series it can you can have two small ones about this big create over 600 horsepower almost 700 so i think it's amazing one thing I love about the Conasec team and their leader is that they really push the envelope on everything they put their hands in, whether it's in development of body panels, carbon fiber, whether it's in design, whether it has to do with uh, internal combustion engines, whether it has to do with hybrid systems, whether it has to do with EVs. They're always, for lack of a better phrase, leading the charge. So I love what their team thinks about. You know, when I was with Jay Leno before, he said, BC, I think if you really hung out with Mr. Konisek himself, that you get along with him, because you guys think alike. The guy is a genius. I love his mindset. I love his forward thinking attitude. I think it's amazing. And I look forward to seeing more data on that as time progresses. I'm really curious about what voltage system that stuff will operate at. Pretty excited indeed. Wow, so much love from overseas. Thank you so much guys, appreciate that. See I ran the house, thank you so much for joining. Thank you Vampire Love, appreciate that indeed. All right, hello MT7977, thanks for joining me this afternoon. What do you do with a '90s 3 Series? Ah, uh, well, first of all, it depends. I've had clients come in with, with a 3 Series, and they've done a variety of things. I've seen people put 2Js in them. I've seen someone recently put an S2000 engine in them, which I think is pretty cool. That's on like the internet. I would electrify it totally. Like I said, I'm a huge advocate of electrifying vehicles that have historical significance, and the 3 Series, the classic ones, are one of those indeed. Even as far back as 2002s even. Thank you so much for joining Newton. Hatiav. Good night as well. Wow, lots of overseas stuff, and I can't understand some of the languages. But once again, I'm here in Southern California, near Ventura, at the beach. It's a beautiful day, upper 60s, nice and warm. The other parts of the country, United States, that's how big America is, right? Where's Where tons of snow. And uh, we're just fortunate to be here in Southern California. It's very nice. It has a stand in the house, courtesy of 6AX. Good seeing you. Thanks for joining live, Carolex Store. Appreciate you that. Appreciate you joining me, indeed. Um, I mentioned earlier on that uh, I'm traveling, traveling back to Los Angeles, and just having a blast of a time. Got some very bad news of a very close friend of mine who's like an American father to me, and his bees like joining me here, which is kind of weird. Um, and actually landed on my hand, which is pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, it's good. My, please, um, I didn't see a question drum 001. Please ask me again. Forgive me. There's so much going on. I'm trying to keep track. Lads on Feel from Canada, thanks for joining indeed. Appreciate that. Suggestion, please ask me again. Ask me the suggestion again, or tell me a suggestion. I'd love to see what your, what your insight is. And I try to get to all the questions as quickly as I can. Please do before I, I, I depart. Appreciate you indeed. Uh, yeah, so it's a beautiful day. And once again, I do this because I want to give back. I tell the story awesome that I, all the time that I came to America. Didn't have the opportunity to learn as much as I wanted to in terms of performance and motorsports had a lot of people who instead of trying to help me, try to keep me down and keep me in the dark. And then John Conciality the founder of AEM, was kind enough to be able to embrace me and teach me the ropes. And here I am now as I've taken that knowledge and absorbed so much and created so much myself in the performance arena, I now want to share with all of you everything I know. Keeping in mind that technology continues to improve, and what I know today, I didn't know a few years back. And next year, I'll know more than I know now. So I have no problem in sharing all my knowledge with each and every one of you and being that person that I needed when I was younger. F1 Cha says, 70s today and, oh, that's forward. That's good, 20s still coming tomorrow. Oh my God, that's the background and sounds for sure. Thank you so much. Wow, that is such a huge deviation in temperature. 70s today and 20s tomorrow. Well, stay safe nonetheless. It's sleeping time, says I'm Mohammed, right here. Where are you? Let me know where you are indeed. I'd love to be able to share with everyone. Hello, Ravlo. Thank you. I don't know what you wrote, but I appreciate you being here, nonetheless. What can you do for the community in Africa, as drum In Gambia, the ambulance for them, pregnant women can easily get to nearest hospitals. Well, it's very interesting you said that. So I attended a summit sometime a year and a half ago. And this summit really consisted of a lot of South African, like almost every South African district. The major mayors came to Southern California, we met up in Silicon Valley, and we talked about opportunities in Africa to not only improve the quality of life, but to take advantage of a resource that we have that's so abundant, which is sunlight. Especially since many countries exist in the equatorial area, we should be leaders in clean technology. So imagine a world where you have a clean city, where based upon the energy that we waste, that can be absorbed from the sun, we can use that to have transportation systems that continue to run, day after day, certain hours of the day, and stop people not only in key city areas, but also in hospitals. Because you notice in many rural areas, especially in Equatorial Africa, a lot of people don't go to hospitals because they don't have a means of getting there. So that's something that we want to explore. That's something that is actually in the works, and I'll keep you posted without giving too much away as we continue to embark on that journey and make things happen. So whether it's, you know, it's Gambia, whether it's Sierra Leone, Nigeria, Benin, Togo, Cameroon, Any of those areas, even as far as Kenya, these are things that we want to explore. As something that we, as a continent, should really embrace and make sure that it does happen. This B is really bothering me. This BC model is really bothering me. This is going crazy. Anyway, hello, Adventures of mom Racer. Good seeing you. Thank you so much for joining. Says hello, old friend. Thank you so much for joining. Indeed, appreciate you. How can we get in touch? I believe it's my concern. Well, it, write to me here, or you can send me an email at lab, L-A-B, at bcmoto.com. I would love to electrify some late S2000s street trucks. How effective would batteries be in a truck bed? Toolbox, weight balance? Great question. Trucks lend themselves very well to electrification. They really do. The bed is a perfect size. It's a perfect place to put batteries. It helps with weight distribution. Sometimes you can Create a bed in such a way that you have batteries on the floor and make another thick floor on top of it. It can allow for cooling. You know, I'm sweet like oh, my God. <laughs> Jessica, has been- hey Jessica, how are you? Um, Jessica Wood is someone who we love so much. She's an amazing individual. She was our COVID compliance officer on Mother so Someone I care about so much. Just an amazing individual. It's my girl. She's just amazing, and uh, she said the bright bees disturbing me because I'm sweet like honey. Yeah, okay, yeah it's coming back because she said something she's coming back anyway so nonetheless trucks link themselves very well to that kind of uh, uh application and there's one that I saw when I was out at the Holly um high voltage fest in Sonoma and this was a you know old school Ford truck and they took full advantage they even put a full battery pack of the model three in the bottom of the bed and it worked Im- Im- like impeccably well when it comes to weight it's not a problem one thing about electric motors just the way that they that, that they dissipate energy it doesn't it doesn't really matter that much i mean you think of the tesla plat that runs low nines right that thing's a four pound behemoth and it still runs low nines so just think about that opportunity there it's it's really good speaking of trucks how much how about the alpha wolf how much how much about the alpha wolf i'm not familiar with that at all i'd love to look into it but if it's a performance thing i'm so down how do you verify the people views um i am It has to be because of my influence and the fact that I have over a quarter million people who follow me. So the one thing about the Beast Tech Tuesday that we do is this is something that's very niche. It's not for everyone. I'm not here to do makeup or to talk about relationships or to do things that really hit a very wide audience. This Beast Tech Tuesday is for those individuals who care about automobiles, care about performance, but also want to know the intricate details of that who care about modification, mobility, um, individual thoroughbodies, bodies, turbocharging, EVs, all those things are just a very tight audience. Um, if I expand this into, let's say, love life, of course it will be hundreds of thousands maybe. But that's not my passion. My passion is really motorsports and things that are technology-based. So I do what I find appealing and hence you see my passion around it. So I hope that helps. Yeah? Through this hashtag, Uri Perse, you're absolutely correct. Where's the ocean? The Pacific. I am in front of the Pacific Ocean, right here, which is pretty decent. If I care about motor vehicles, buy me one, please. Sure, I can buy you a motor vehicle with a slight surcharge. Hello, Limbo Prevet, thank you for joining. I know, very funny, IWLA. But guys, it's been a slice of heaven. I do have to hit the road because um, I have a bit of a trek and I try to beat traffic. So thank you for joining me on this 209th. Yeah, 209th episode of DC Motor Tech Tuesday. I'll be here, most likely, maybe at my friends in, 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 in Port Ontario or maybe at the home office. But um, please stay safe. Protect yourself. I've lost four loved ones to this crazy pandemic. And, you know, ugh, it's sad. But stay safe, guys, and I'll see you soon. Right now it's 12.31 and uh, see you next week. Take care, everyone. Cheers. Bye-bye.